The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Bhutang Saranang Respecting the form and composing both the body and the mind. Paying our respects to this working ground, awareness of the body, awareness of the breath moving in the body, and more subtly, awareness of the sensitive heart, the qualities of the heart, how it feels now in the heart.
remembering that it's possible to be right in the middle, sensitive, breathing in, sensitive to things just as they are now in the body and the heart, while breathing out the simple intention to be intimate, to be sensitive to the qualities in the body and the heart just as they are. We're stabilizing this present moment awareness of body and more subtly the quality of the heart, how the heart feels right here, right now. We're interested in activating samadhi and the basic ingredient for this activation, the solidity, stability of samadhi, the basic ingredient is this non-deviation from the way that it is. Continuity of present moment awareness is the cause for the heart shifting into this wholesome, stable quality that we call samadhi. It's the not forgetting, the non deviation. As we're breathing in, that willingness to be open, interested, receptive. As the breath is going out, that willingness to be open and receptive and feel what we feel. And instead of it having the tone of control, there's much more the feeling, the tone of love. It's a basic kindness showing up in this real way to the body and the quality of the heart now, moment by moment, how it feels here right in the center of things. So as we 
have this intention for the continuity of present moment awareness using the body and more subtly the sensations, the quality of the heart. We can study suffering and the end of suffering and dependent co-arising. Craving, being present, dukkha is that restlessness, uneasiness of the heart is. By the arising of craving, grasping, struggling, dukkha arises. Craving not being present, dukkha is also not present. By the cessation, the letting go of craving, the dropping away of craving, Dukkha ceases. So in that relative stability of awareness, that wholesome wholeness of the heart and mind and body that we call samadhi, being settled, it's actually a perfect place to notice this correlation when Craving is, dukkha is. With the arising of craving comes the arising of that uneasiness of dukkha, the unsettledness of dukkha, however subtle or however big. And the heart is free of craving, the heart is free of dukkha. When craving ceases, then any uneasiness in the moment also ceases. We're just curious in the state of being relatively settled. Is there dukkha? Is there craving? To see that relationship, the interrelationship between craving and that unsettledness of dukkha. Is the heart free of dukkha, free of craving? then notice both the absence of that unsettledness and the absence of the heart wanting something or wanting to get rid of something.
want to notice how fluid it is, how in just a moment there can be the appearance of me suffering, very seemingly complex situation of the mind struggling in some way, resistant in some way, where it really appears that there's me with a problem like a house of cards, but a very compelling, convincing appearance of me suffering or me having a problem, me wanting something to happen. And then just with a shift in understanding, that whole house of cards, that whole sense of me having a problem can fall away and then there appears to be nobody with a problem. There's that sense of an absence of there, the absence of somebody with a problem. We can notice that, the conditional arising of the peace of nobody having a problem. So we want to notice very clearly both the moments, the conditional arising of the person who has a problem, and other moments where the mind, the heart, seems empty of there being a person with a problem. So that we're not missing this movement between suffering and the end of suffering.
We're not trying to prevent the mind from thinking or doing whatever the mind is going to do. We're just curious about how the whole sense of self, (coughs) the struggling self, the person who is curious or interested or proliferating, worried, planning something, how that whole construction is really this dance of craving and the experience of the stress that goes with that craving, the contraction or uneasiness. And as that craving ceases or even modifies some, then the suffering also begins to cease and modify. And how in other moments the mind is relatively free of any of that craving activity, the liking and not liking. And there is the peace, the absence of dukkha. Mind, heart is relatively empty of dukkha. Empty of the sense of there being a problem. So in a way, where wisdom, that natural curiosity, it's asking this question when there appears to be an absence of suffering, just curiosity about what's this absence of suffering dependent on? And when there is suffering or some contraction, what is this suffering dependent on? What is this contraction dependent on? So when that's not there, then the whole mass of suffering, the whole construction of suffering falls away.
So again, it's really this practice of contemplation. We're contemplating the most relevant thing, which is the dynamic nature of suffering and the dynamic conditional nature of non-suffering, moments of non-suffering. So that way any moment will do because it will be some moment along the spectrum of extreme suffering to the other extreme of the release of suffering, the absolute absence of suffering. Every moment will be somewhere along that spectrum. And so then wisdom can be curious about the the dynamic arising. Oh yeah, so when the conditions are like this, the experience of suffering or absence of suffering is like this. And so in this way we become, the mind becomes quite wise about the causes for suffering and the causes for release, very naturally. 